hate meetings. Nobody likes meetings. Love people that hate meetings. Hi, and welcome to Meeting Minutes, the podcast about meetings. I'm Yaniv. And I'm Matan. And we are the co-founders of SyncUp, where our mission is to eliminate pointless meetings. So today's episode is a sort of a book club. It's a book we've both read. It's called Death by Meeting by Patrick Lencioni. And my apologies if I'm not pronouncing the name correctly. Uh, it's a good hook for a title. The full name is actually Death by Meeting, a leadership fable about solving the most painful problem in business, if you're looking for it. Uh, in short, this book is about a tale of a CEO of a struggling company, and he faces the threat of being fired because of his ineffective meeting culture. The story unfolds as a young, unexpected advisor steps in to transform the leadership meeting, ultimately saving the CEO's job and turning the company around by demonstrating how a dynamic and engaging staff meeting can lead to a successful outcome for the entire company. So Yaniv, what are your takeaways from the book? I think you should do book trailers. This was <laughs> a great way to sell this book. Um, so <laughs> in terms of takeaways, one takeaway is to use conflict to keep everyone engaged in the meeting and make the discussion real. So in a lot of meetings I attended, someone would say something that others would not agree with, and the other people will just not say anything. And the reason they do that is because they want to avoid conflict. And this book says the role of the CEO, or in other cases, the meeting manager, is to look for these situations and make sure that the conflicts are voiced and he should really, according to the book, press on the person to voice his opinion. So the conflict is being discussed. This also makes the meeting a lot more engaging for everyone else. The second takeaway is to separate the strategic level from the tactical level. And the book deals mainly with staff meetings of like C-levels. And so a lot of times there will be tactical issues but there are also kind of like bigger uh, dilemmas that uh, would need to be reviewed on like every two months or every quarter, sometimes every month. But mixing them creates a situation where, where the meeting is really hard to manage because strategic topics take a lot more time to reach a decision and they need to be well prepared in advance. Whereas a tactical meeting, you uncover the, the issues during the meeting. So the, the third takeaway is, and this is, by the way, if you heard, if you heard or read more of Patrick Lencioni's book, this is kind of a repeated theme in uh, also dysfunctions of a team, where basically the executive team um, kind of loses their departmental roles when they enter the meeting and they become advisors to the CEO. The members of the of the team should not have not represent their their departments, but rather represent the interest of a company. This makes the, the meeting far more effective. It's easier said than done, I have to say. And the the fourth takeaway is a very specific format for tactical meetings, where the way he suggests to do that is not to prepare actually anything written, like a very quick round of updates, like one minute each, like a stand-up almost, 
And, and then during these updates, the meeting manager or the CEO should be very, very mindful about finding potential topics to discuss in the meetings where there are potential conflicts or misalignment that needs to be resolved, or even a problem of one of the participants that could benefit the views and opinions of the group and can be kind of like a, a problem solving exercise together. And so the rest of the meeting, so the round of updates could be 10 minutes. And then if the meeting is 90 minutes, then the rest of the 80 minutes should discuss the topics and problems that were found during the round of updates, and they should be discussed as a group trying to solve the problems together. So after apparently selling the book in my previous comment, uh, maybe I'll, I'll share my critiques. So first of all, I think the fable is a bit weak and, and naive, and the format is quite lengthy to communicate these three points, and maybe this book could have been a blog post. And more importantly to the content, if I'm looking at a company with a thousand employees, it has about 20,000 meetings a month, and the staff meeting is probably the most important one, but it's just one of the meetings of management team and maybe two or five more departments, but there are still uh, a lot of issues applying the same type of solution or structure to other types of meetings. And they're also important to getting things done in an organization. So one topic that we should probably discuss is the one size fits all approach. The book kind of hints that this is applicable to other meetings in the company. What do you think about that? Unfortunately, I don't really think it's so applicable to most of the other meetings in the company. First, there are so many types of meetings in an organization. Things like a broadcast meeting where you need to share product updates or impressions from a conference or planning sessions where you need to decide on, on the priorities. So there are many types of meetings which are not necessarily feeding to this structure. And even if I'm considering similar meetings like a team meeting or a retro meeting, I still don't think it's going to make the format work in maybe 90% of the team meetings. Why, why is that? Aren't uh, team meetings kind of the same format? Well, ideally we would like them to have the same format, but we need to take some things into considerations when we're considering less senior teams. So first, in a leadership of a big company, you have people with a lot of seniority, a lot of history, a lot of experience. And when you go to the less senior teams in the company, you see less of that. And that makes probably the quality of discussion not as high. Another consideration is the misalignment of incentives. When you're in the management, you want the company to succeed and everything, your, your success, your ego hinges on the company succeeding. When you're not as far high, your incentive is more local and it's about more of your success and that always makes picking up a priority. In less senior teams, the maturity to stomach conflict isn't as high. People want to go to a place where they feel comfortable and safe and it's difficult to interpret conflict as something that is only, only work-related and not personal. And finally, to be able to speak up requires a, a high level of job security. So you know that if you're speaking up, you're not going to get fired or punished. And that doesn't always exist in less senior teams. So it's only going to fix a handful of meetings. Yeah, that's what I think. They're the most important meetings, the, the staff meetings, but still they're only a small fraction of the meetings in the company and it won't improve the engagement of those other meetings.
I think the meeting problem is different from other problems that you can fix with a silver bullet. It's more of a death by a thousand cuts situation, which is actually probably where the book got his name from. So the fix to the meeting problem is really more of 20 or 30 fixes that should be applied as part of a program and then monitored closely. This specific fix is one of them, and it could be a part of a program. But as a standalone, I, I agree that it's not uh, super meaningful. What did you mean when you said there is no silver bullet? Well, there are many types of meetings, and they're very different. More importantly, it's more of a cultural thing. You cannot just push a button and fix it. So what you're saying is that all these companies and executives who are pouring countless hours into coming up with a meeting policy and sophisticated guidelines are going to be quite disappointed. Okay, I see what you did there. You set me a little trap. Yeah, sorry about that. I, I actually did this experiment myself a while back. We were very worried with the meeting problem and all the employees in our site were complaining about it. So we did a lengthy process where we involved everyone. We had workshops, roundtables, we drafted guidelines, we had the buy-in of everybody, and then we wanted to start implementing those guidelines. And it was quite good for a week or two, but then discipline started deteriorating, and soon enough, we were back to how we started. And I think in some sense, that's where uh, the seeds of this company have been planted in my brain. This was after selling your second company to an international large corporation, right? Yes, the shift from a startup culture to a corporate culture was definitely, definitely a shock. Okay, but I think your experience is actually aligned with the general rule. We've had many conversations with people who have tried it and only to find out that it doesn't really work. Yeah, that's my sense too. So let's do a quick summary of this episode. First of all, going back to the Death by Meeting book. It's a valid book. Uh, I enjoyed it. It's recommended if you're a founder or CEO or plan to be one. It's not too long, it's not too heavy. Uh, it has good lessons and maybe if you want to read it, to listen to it in an audiobook format, it's uh, good as well, that's what I did. A second point is that digging up conflicts is a good technique for uh, meeting leaders. It is actually often overlooked or needlessly avoided. People sometimes enjoy having fruitful conflict as long as it's also respectful. Our third point is that the staff meeting format is worth adopting for relevant meetings and forums that can handle it. And our last point is that the meeting policy as a fix, meeting guidelines, won't work. And you should probably start with a more thorough analysis of all your meeting culture and habits. And of course, we would be happy to help with that. Good summary. And I totally agree about the book. It was a fun read. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to hit that follow button. And we will also appreciate ratings on Spotify. But most importantly, we would like you to come back for more if you liked it. <music>